and welcome to episode 6 of Love and Other Drugs. I'm Amy. And I'm Robin. And today we're going to be talking about red flags of dating and relationships. Dun, dun, dun. How are you doing? I'm all right, actually. Um, bit knackered. Obviously, we've been back at work, which was why um, Amy and I couldn't make the episode last week. We've had our heads back into the work game. It's been good, actually. Tiring, as you can um, probably attest Ames. It's been pretty knackering. Yeah. It's been good being back with our colleagues and getting some structure again. Um, yeah, not bad. I've got to say, I've had a really weird morning. Like, okay. okay. Right. So I went, so my family are coming tomorrow, which I'm really excited about because I haven't that seen That is them. so exciting. Yeah. I haven't seen them since January. They're going to meet Phil for the first time as well. So that's going to be quite cool I'm actually looking yeah like well we've been dating for seven months now so I feel and although we've been more apart than we have been together it's like well you know it'd just be nice for them to meet so that's going to be interesting but so yeah this morning I went to the little Tesco near where I live and that to be fair, the queue system's like it's not like a, how it was. Like there's a couple of people that wait outside, but it's not like a massive queue, so it's fine. Okay. But um, I pull up and I just hear like this proper like ruction going on like out the front, and I'm thinking, what is that? I turn around. There's two people who are sitting on a bench. I say sitting. They're like they're not balanced. They're, they're I feel like they haven't been to sleep <laughs> from the night before. They're trying to balance. Uh bench out the front and anyway I the the gist that I got was that he owed her some money or or she she owed him I don't know I don't know what it was but but let me just say this that you know and if you're really sensitive to um I don't know derogate not derogatory language well maybe yeah no actually it is sort of a bit derogatory language but if if you're a bit sensitive then maybe just tune out this part but she turned around and said to him, um, you've, she was like, well, you've, you've got a hairy gooch. <laughs> so what? Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I'm trying to not give them eye contact and I'm, I'm looking at other people in the queue and I was like, did I, did I just hear her say that he's got a hairy gooch? Now, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong, I believe a gooch. Is that not the bit between a hang on, let me just let me just look down. I'm gonna pretend I've got one. That's the I was bit. gonna say, Robin, if you think you've got one, we're, we're definitely in the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I don't think I've got one. I'm gonna pretend so I can describe it. So from from what I think that it is, it's the bit between mm-hmm. the bum hole, like a ma- is it a man's yes. bum hole? Yeah, and, he's, and like the ball sack, like that base. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. So apparently, this yeah. guy has a hairy gooch. So I was like, oh God, this. I just don't feel like this is gonna. I don't know how this can get any worse. It does. I don't get when people like try and do like insults like that in an argument. Yeah, it blows my mind. Like. It, I, this, this will blow your mind. So I'm, it's made me a little bit speechless. But he then turns around, and this, this is at people's discretion, so please just be advised. He then turns around to her and says, 
well, I think that you've got crusty piss flaps. Like, <laughs> this is in front. I thought you lived in this area. Hey, I, do. I thought you lived in this yeah, area. I live in a lovely area, a really lovely area. But these people from, um, I don't know where they live. But so I went shopping this morning more towards the the town center, and there was these couple I don't know friends I don't, don't even know what they were something was going on but something was up and and yeah so they were just having this people were trying not to laugh in the queue um I don't think some of the sort of the elderly generation that were there even knew what a gooch or piss flaps were so that was okay but you know there there were <laughs> not just piss flaps crusty piss flaps like oh no see piss flaps is funny crusty it's the crusty bit that made it yeah, yeah I agree the crust is just like okay I don't want to don't want to yeah but yeah <laughs> I went I, they must have been moved on because when I came out of Tesco and I'm, I'm pretty brief in those places at the minute um they were they were no longer there so yeah that's that's been my morning how has yours been that's hilarious. My morning was not as joyful. <laughs> I woke up hungover. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it was my friend's birthday last night and I I just don't drink. I'm not on like if I as you know, if most people will go home at night and like have like a glass of wine or have like a nice drink or whatever. I just I never feel the need to do that. I'd rather like a diluted juice because I'm just a child. Can we just call um, it really is, please? Adult juice. Adult juice, yeah. So I'll go home and have some adult juice. But it was my friend's birthday last night, so I was like, right, I'll take some gin. I originally was going to drive, but because I was so tired and so, like, done in from work, I was like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy myself. So I had two drinks. What were these drinks? Two gin and lemonades. Wow. And I was gone. But was there a lot of gin in there? Gin's quite strong, you know. Not really. Yeah, it is, but I'm I'm a lightweight. Yeah. Like I've always been lightweight, but I, I, you know, I put time and effort into building up. Heads up to all that. the uh, the fellas out there. She's a very cheap date, so there you go. Nice. Yes, <laughs> like two <laughs> drinks, man. <laughs> um, yes, I spent time building that tolerance. Really put like the time and effort into making sure that I wouldn't be on me back after five drinks. I had two last night, and honestly, is that all that takes? I was gone on your back. Two drinks last night. Yeah. Wow. I shot. As as absolutely gone. <laughs> wow. No, no I'm, I'll send you a video. Sure there's lots of people out there now, sort of just meant, making some mental notes as to what it just just the the minimal amount of effort it's going to take to get you on your back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was um, I was downstairs and I, I put some chicken and chips in the oven because you know why not? I'm oh. a hungry drunk. I'm really, I'm always a hungry drunk. That's a good shout though. Right, yeah. and they were like spicy goujons. Oh, so good. And curly fries as well. Curly, oh. oh, there's something different about curly fries. They taste different right? from fries. They're just yeah. so tasty. Ooh, so that's what I did. That was my drunken decision. Put the oven on, and then I went upstairs whilst they were cooking, put a timer on my watch. Went back downstairs after it was cooked. And mom, when I was, because I went to like go in the room and talk to my mom because my dad was on night shift. And she was a blesser. So... Drunken me is like, in the bed. (laughs) And then, (laughs) mom, as I went to walk downstairs, she was like, oh, make sure the oven is off. So there's me, drunk at like, I don't know, maybe half one, 
just like, mum, just turn off the oven. Videoed, videoed myself turning off the oven and like talking to my mum, even though she was just upstairs, why checking you, all the doors and sent it to my mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, Denny. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah. I love that. I don't know why. Yeah, I I just such a happy, like no, like no care in the world kind of drunk. So it's great. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, I'll send you the videos. I, I feel like I need to see the video. Is it suitable for Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we should. Let's just do it. Let's. Let's. I think we should put that on on our page because I would. It's a really bad angle. It's like doesn't matter. You're drunk, babes. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. No angles. Let's do this. Why not? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But then woke up this morning. Was hungover. Had a uni call because I have an exam on Monday and Friday next week. Yeah. And now I'm here talking to you. Wonderful. Seeing your lovely little face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, today we're going to talk about red flags, right? Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about red flags. I think it's going to be a really good episode, actually, because there's... um, oh, Do you know, it's one of those things, though, I'm not going to lie. I knew that we'd have to talk about this at some point because it's it's a really great thing to talk about, especially with the type of podcast that we do. But it's been quite triggering for me. I'm just going to put that out yes. there. So, yes, no, I been a bit agree about doing this because um, a lot of the red flags, some of the red flags that I'm going to be talking about have actually happened to me and they haven't been very nice. So I yeah. felt a little bit triggered. Um, and so what I would say to anybody that is feeling, it, they're not bad, but you may really be able to relate to these and it may bring up some feelings, but stick with it because it's it's okay to feel a bit uncomfortable and, a, you know, maybe you'll be able to relate to us and you can sort of address, address some things that are going on with you because it's it's okay to feel that way, so. Yeah, because I, we always say talking about things like this is a little bit of therapy for us and I think this is going to be a Friday morning therapy session. I, I can, I feel like we're heading into that zone actually as we're speaking. Yeah. Before. So I just wanted to be honest and be like, I, I'm really looking forward to doing this episode, but I'm unlike some of the other ones it has been a bit of a trigger for me because I've been thinking yeah. about the things that have happened and it's actually brought up a lot of anxiety around it um yeah brings me to ooh addiction of the week yeah I love the way that you did that one that was really good that was good thank you that's good wait just ca- it just comes to me it's just it's brilliant I like it <laughs> it just came to me um yeah, I thought I would uh, lead us into addiction of the week with that because um, my addiction of the week this week, a couple of things, but they're around the same thing. So I've discovered this app called San Velo. Um, not sure if it's available okay. on, um, I don't think it's available for Android. Not sure, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll double check. Um, but for iPhone users, for sure, you can download it from the App Store. Um and it's really great because it deals with anxiety and it reframes. So these people that have done the app are like clinically trained CBT um, therapists. And okay. What do is so with me and my anxiety, I have like my thoughts immediately go from naught to 100. So I will catastrophize yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I won't know that I'm doing it. My, you know, the anxiety really convinces me that it's this huge threat, danger. This is what's going to happen. And I think the reason I do that is because if I can 
if I can worry about the worst case scenario, I can prepare myself for it. But the problem I'm finding with that is it's really disturbing my present experience because I'm always going to be worried that something's going to happen. Yeah. It's a bit. And you're preparing yourself for the worst and then you forget to live in between that. All the time. And it's, um, yeah, exactly. So this app basically reframes or helps, encourages you to reframe your thoughts. So for example, um, I, I love traveling, but I hate flying. Like I'm, I hate it. So I will, I put into the app, you know, um, I have a fear of flying. I'm scared that this is going to happen, blah, 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 blah. And then Mm -hmm. the app prompts you to go, okay, so is this a rational thought? Are you catastrophizing here? Are you generalizing here? Like, what is it you're doing? And you can kind of think, oh, well, maybe I'm, okay, well, I don't know factually that this is going to happen. So maybe I am making yeah. a big deal out of this. And it helps. Yeah, it like kicks you back. Yeah, it kicks you back. And it gives you like a, a more positive thought to tell yourself. Like, you, yeah. it's it's been amazing, like amazing. There's um, meditation tools on there as well. Um, so I've been really digging deep with the San Velo app. Really, really highly recommend to anybody that, um, and I, I feel it'll be really good for kids too. So like if you've got like, you know, anxious children right now or in, in general, it's a really great way for you to talk to your kids and give them positive sort of reframing thoughts that they're having. It's yeah. really awesome. Just I can't recommend it enough. So good. Where was this a year ago? Well, a year I, or two I years ago. I, I, I'm going to check. It, it could have been out a year ago, but I've only just been. I've only just discovered it. So yeah, because that's that's such a good idea for an app, and I wish I had it because I, you know, I I do that. I do that now anyway. Yeah. Like I ask myself questions. So so to have that, someone else do that. I just think that's such a fab idea. It's really good. There's a mood tracker on there. There's like self assessment tools. Um, the self- I'm going to download it. I think you should do it like right now because the self-assessment tools are really good. Um, it's just, it's, I can't, yeah, I can't really describe it. It's one of those things where for the first time, I feel like it's an app that I can trust. You know, like I'm sure there's other great apps and things out there, but I feel like this app gets me. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like it just gets me. Yeah. That's how bad my anxiety is. And it's like, no, okay, I get it. Like, so it's, it's, it's that's amazing. so good. Oh, it's just, it's great. It's really great. It's great. And obviously apps are, you know, mobile, it's on the go. So you can use it everywhere. It's brilliant. Is it free? So what about you? What is your addiction of the week? Oh, soft, soft and gentle. I like it. Yeah. Um, my addiction of the week is a body shop item. Ooh, I love body shop products. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. And do you know what it is? Since we've had masks on, my face just feels awful. Yes. Like the skin on my face feels awful. And they have a product and it's called, um, there's three different types, but I use the vitamin C peel. Ooh. And you Ooh, not used peel. squeeze it onto your hand. Oh my gosh, Robin. Like you touch your face and as you move and you sk- your hands around your skin, like it just, everything on your face just balls up and like, you, you put it on dry and it just slowly like brings everything off your face like all your dead skin all your dry stuff and you fit my face just feels so good all the times yeah so I will definitely put the link in the bio for that because 
Oh, that sounds that's so good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've actually, I mean, I've used face masks before, but I've not used a peel. So I would be really down with getting one of those. I'll send you a video of me using it all. Ooh. All skin peely and everything. That sounds all sexy. So sexy. I just want to see all that, <laughs> that dead skin there falling mm-hmm. off your face. You know, I've not heard, it's not the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> it is absolutely the first time I've heard that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I think what will, what I do want to say as well is congratulations to. Steffi. So we ran like a, a, a mini, mini competition because uh, we're just really, really in love with um, this girl who does these amazing designs like wallpaper, cushion, like really insane. We'll put the link in the show notes as well. But her business name is Bobo. So B-O-B-O-1325. We love her stuff. So we were trying to help her out. I'm going to get us some more followers and things like that so people can sort of be aware of what she does. And part of the part of the competition was that if people sort of followed her page, then they could troll me basically and give me a phrase or some words to say that I've got to find a way to get into the podcast today to the Steffi's giving me like a phrase to say that I've got to try and get into the podcast today. You're not going to know what and then- it is. So you are going to have to tell me at the end what yeah. you think it is that she has made me say during this podcast. So that was part of the competition. So well done to Steffi. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah. I'm, and that's such a good idea. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm well, really excited. I think it'd be funny. We should, I think maybe we could do this um, now and again because I think it would just be funny. Like we've, we could have a little squad. Why don't we do it every week? Yeah, like we could have a scoreboard between me and you, you know? Yes, like, who guesses it? Who guesses it for sure. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah. So I love that. Um, and just one thing before we do move on to the red flags. John, if you're out there, this is an apology to you. <laughs> so if you've all listened to the group travel episode, I was talking about um, the red folder guy. And how we all went from Nashville to Toronto and he was a pain in the arse and whatever. Um, and because the episode was focusing on the do's and don'ts of tra- like group travel, I focused a lot on him as being a don't. <laughs> but I did forget to talk about that some of the people that I did go traveling with were actually really good friends of mine. And John and I had a very, very special connection, very, very special bond. So it's purely platonic. Um but I, he, so he got in touch with me yesterday. I didn't realize, you know, the power of social media with the podcast and everything he's been listening. So I did not realize that he would listen. Um, John and I never fell out. We never, ever would. But I think because we were a friend, we were all in that part of that group. We kind of just drifted a little, I think, because I, I fell out with the folder guy. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to say to John, I'm sorry that you felt maybe that I was um, lumping you in with him because I definitely wasn't. And what I would say is that I absolutely love traveling by myself. Like I prefer traveling solo, but you, John, are one of the only people on this earth that I would ever travel with. I'd, I'd, I'd consider traveling with because I think you're amazing and I hope that you forgive me. I don't think you're anything like Folder Guy. And I'm excited that we, we're back in touch. 
Oh, that's lush. Everyone needs a John. Everybody needs a John in their life. Yes. And yeah. uh, so get yourself a John. John was great. Um, protective. You can add that to the dues. Yeah. We'll add it to the dues. Get your get yourself a John. Right. So without further ado, let's talk about some red flags. Let's do it. Let's let's get into it. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like I've prepared myself a little bit for this because I know, like I say before, it's a little bit triggering for me, but I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to commit to doing that. So so I consulted a couple of, um, why can't I work today? So I consulted a couple of websites to find out what other people thought red flags would be. And one of my ones that like really peaked was um, people that call their exes names or describe them as psychos. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I think, so first of all, let's address a couple of things with this one, because I think yeah, people that talk about their exes constantly, you know, like that's still part of your discussion, your relationship. That's, that's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that person is clear. I, to me is clearly not over that person if they're still harboring like a lot of resentment and things. So this yeah. sort of leads into what you're saying, like if somebody's calling somebody a psycho or whatever, um, they might they might not have been the right person for them. But I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's if if they blame all of their exes and stuff, I feel like who's the common denominator with that? Like, yeah. You know, no, I, but agree. I, I don't know. I'm... Situation dependent. They could have got a. They could have got somebody that was maybe not on their frequency. They weren't vibing with. So I get it. That can happen. But I, I feel like in this scenario, you want to really watch somebody's body language and how they're describing someone. Like really pay attention to their body language and 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 how they're describing. Because then you can kind of get an idea of, oh, actually, is it the ex or are you a little bit? unhinged like yeah yeah and don't get me wrong it's good to be able to talk about exes it's healthy to be able to say like what you didn't like or maybe what the problem was like why you don't want that to happen again yeah or like I I do think it's so healthy to be able to talk about exes but I completely disagree with the word psycho because in my mind right it's like were they just not as understanding as you want them to be or were you doing things that actually weren't on and they they had a problem with it? Yeah. Because that kind it, of, it's dependent on the action. That leads into a, another red flag for me. So these Ooh, all just sort of go for Gaslighting. Yeah. Fucking hate gaslighters. So for me, like, like to your point, are, you know, have they have people and this goes for men and for women okay so you know have people driven people to the point of paranoia or insecurity because of your behavior and then when they yes. react you you're then like oh okay you're a bit psycho and it's like well no yes like, fuck off mate you know like so you know I feel like it all goes into it all goes into that like beware of yeah, I agree. Terminology like psycho sets alarm bells for me 
but not because of the ex, but because of the person that's talking to like, yeah. if I'm if I'm on a date with someone and they're like labeling their ex a psycho, that doesn't set an alarm bell off for the ex. It For me, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I don't really know where this is going to go because you're it's that it's word. It's the one word. Even if they said, you know what it is, we, I didn't get on with my ex. I wanted to go on nights out and she wanted to stay in. She wasn't happy when I did this or she wasn't happy when I did that or he or, or whoever. That's fine in my opinion because it's like this is the problem. But it's like, oh, she was an absolute psycho. She was kicking off when I went out with lads. She was doing this. She was doing that. And it's like maybe maybe, maybe it was something different. Maybe. Yeah. This, Do you this, know what I mean? Maybe it was a forced uh, movement. Yeah. There's other perspectives. There's always other perspectives, always, mm-hmm. like, yeah. absolutely. So I'm with you. hate the word psycho. Like, I really don't, I really don't like it. Um, and I guess it's, it's funny that you say that because there was, I was speaking to some of my male friends because I wanted to know what mm-hmm. some red were would be for them for women. Like, you know, like, what is it that you feel? And they'd put any time that they see in 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 it whether this is right or wrong every Mm -hmm. time like a woman puts in her tinder bio um what was it what's that friggin phrase I hate the phrase but it's this quote like um there could be so many things no if you don't if you don't love me at my worst then you don't deserve me at my best you know that's on par Mm. with um, live laugh love like (laughs) I knew you were gonna say that (laughs) I just can't deal with that phrase however apparently according to my male friends who are not um relationship experts by any means but they were like when they see that in a tinder bio they're like "Ooh, yeah really yeah because to them to your point earlier they're like she's gonna be maybe a little bit crazy because if she's announcing that she's gonna have these Uh. yeah so it, that's that's the thing. I think it's that quote. Guys see that as a bad thing. I think from what my male friends were telling me, because they that the the woman is announcing that she's got a worst, and we fucking do. By the way, we've yeah. all got a worst, like we do. But to the to yeah. I guess to to su- support what they were saying, they're like, well, just let give me time to find that out. Like, don't don't. It's a very strange thing that. to put on. Is that I, something I that many so. people put on? Apparently so. They're like, there's a lot of a lot of women do that. I'm not telling women out there not to do that, by the way. Just saying from from my male friend's interpretation, that's kind of something that would put them off. Um, yeah, it's so. your dating profile, to be fair. Do what you want. I mean, I yeah. just find it strange because I would argue you're putting your, your best self on Tinder. So do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you're putting out your best self. So then saying that you've got a worst. Yeah, so I, I, I can see their point. Um, I yeah, can see I agree. Their point. Um, I do see their point with, with that. But, yeah, like I, I, don't, I don't like terminology like psycho. And I feel that there's always, you know, I was in a situation. So I'm going to give you an example. I was in a situation last year with um, – I'm going to call this person Mr. No Show – Mr. No Show for me though. So we we he we did meet a few times, um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna really put it out there. Like I really fell for this guy. Uh, we we 
I don't know. I I don't I can't describe the feeling that I had, but like I hadn't felt it for a really long time and I just felt that this was really going to go somewhere and he was very chivalrous which is something that I never had and there was all these talks about you know what we were gonna do in the future and I was just like wow this is really great like I finally found somebody on tinder who just is on the same page as me I'm attracted to etc etc there was lots of ticks anyway um we were dating for like a little while and then we I think we'd arranged to see each other on a Friday night and it was so weird Amy like during the day I had this weird feeling that it was going to cancel I don't know what it was I just had this feeling a really intuitive feeling and there was nothing we'd spoken on that morning so there was nothing that would have made me feel that way but I just had a feeling and sure enough half an hour before we were supposed to meet he cancelled saying that he had like a a family problem so obviously I was like okay yeah that's fine like you know go go into that Anyway, we'd arranged to meet again. The second time he, again, dropped me in it half an hour before we were supposed to meet. It's just really weird behavior. So annoying. So I, at this point, was trying to not let out my, um, and I'm not going to use the word psycho, but I was trying to to not re, be I really. I feel frustration. Yeah, so I was trying to not be re like reactive to it. I was just like, okay, this is really annoying. I've gone out and bought stuff to cook for dinner, like whatever. But I'm going to try and be understanding. So I was understanding. I was this like, is the thing. half an hour before you're made up. Yeah, you I, have showered. James, I you ready? Put my self tanning on. I'd put my self tanning on. I'd done everything. Like I'd gone to lots That's of the thing. Effort. Like a lot. Yeah, of like half an hour before. That's really, really that's, that's not a fair amount of time. So anyway, my we had agreed. We had then agreed to like, we'll we'll make it another time. I thought, fuck it. Like he can just get in touch with me if he wants to. It's fine. I'm not going to bother like messaging him, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, like a week or so later, he was like, yeah, like, do you want to meet up? So anyway, I was like, yep, cool. Same thing. Half an hour before he'd said that he's, um, he was on, he was like working on a, a construction site thing and that one of the pipes burst and he'd sent me these pictures of these, like, but and I just felt like he was really trying to, I just thought, nah, like, fuck this, like, fuck it. And he's like, like no, I'm, is, yeah, is too much. He was overcompensating. Yeah. So then he's like, but I'm going to, I'll come over later. So I was like, Okay, right. So fine. Like he's actually said this has happened, but he's going to come over. Anyway, later comes. It was again. It was a Friday night, and he'd said the traffic from my house to you. He, he lives like um, I'd say about fifty minutes from me, um, and he was like the the traffic's gridlocked. So I've just turned around and I've gone home, and I was like, okay, what? So what time are you going to come then? Like, cool. But what? Yeah, what time did you want to come? And he's like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to come. So at this point, Ames, I went a bit nuts and I was just like, you are like an absolute fucking asshole. Like, you know, you've made up all these excuses. I've gone out, I've done this. I've been really understanding, like probably too understanding actually. Um, You're taking the piss now. Like you've taken the piss, fuck Uh, off, like fuck off. So then he turns around. He turns around and is there's he goes, Oh, well, I'm really glad that I've now seen this side of you. So this probably wouldn't have worked out anyway. So gaslighting. Like, so his behavior. He's done all of that. And then you'd said, like, no, actually, I'm not okay with this. And then he's been like, whoa, 
calm down. Yeah, I was like, fuck you. I was like, you are an absolute, like, you're a dickhead. You've wasted my time. You promised me you wouldn't do this again. Like, you've just, I, you've just, you know, I put my trust that you wouldn't do it again. You know, like, it, there was a lot of, Three like, times is no accident. It's no, like, well, four, if you count that one. And it was just like. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, gas there's always a reason like I think why women or men get pushed to a point but then there's always those situations though where so and and I've noticed this like and I'm trying to be better in my current relationship but because I've had all these shitty past experiences Mm -hmm. I'm trying to not react too much with my current relationship, but it's hard. Like he might do something and it might trigger me a bit, but that's kind of not all. It's not, he's not perfect by the way, but it's not always his fault. It kind of just triggers me from all the, it's, it's, it's really difficult. From things that you've already experienced and it's, you can't help comparing it to be like, Oh, is that going to happen again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. It's self-preservation and I'm not going to put myself through it again. Like I just won't. People are allowed to do that. I think that's such a such a big thing because I would argue I do it a bit too much. Like there's a healthy way about it and there's an unhealthy way about it. And I am probably on the on the scared side of dating and unhealthy side of it. But like for what you're doing, that's you're just taking everything in your stride. That's a really good thing to do. Yeah. That's really it's really clever. I think so. Like I it's been a huge learning curve, but um yeah. So definitely there's a lot of flags throughout that like gaslighting men calling or women calling their partners psychic you know what I mean like I feel like we we need to sort of understand and and probe that a little bit further if if we're on a date maybe just like sort of understand okay well why you know um yeah it it was a bit of a a reason for it yes like absolutely like but are they going to explain it to you? Probably not. I just... I Probably th- not the way that is an objective point of view. Yeah, I think talking about previous relationships, um, I see, some people would argue that they don't feel that they need to do that. I feel like it's essential for me. Like, I want to understand if there's other, you know, how long it's been, are they still in the background? I think it's important to talk about, but I think I would stay away from talking about it on a first date. Yes. You don't need to talk about that shit on a first date. You can, it's purely to be fun. It's purely to get to know the other person interests. Do you vibe together? Like stay away from talking about exes on a first date, but absolutely have that conversation as time goes on. If you feel that you need to, because I think it's important. Yeah. I completely agree. And that kind of leads me on your your story there kind of leads me on to another point I have, which is someone who you start to have a little bit of a disagreement and then it gets nasty. Oh. You know what I mean? Like with uh, him, no. he was he was just like, Well, I'm so glad that you like yeah. I now know what you are like now. Yeah, fuck Do you. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Like, like yeah. Whereas if someone, if you start to have a disagreement and someone gets personal, it's like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, we're just having a discussion. I I can't deal with people that can't, like, if I turn around, I'm like, oh, actually, I, that wasn't cool. And he's like, well, and then kicks off. 
yeah to be like well like the, the color of your hair is not cool you know like, yeah. whatever. Like, just get <laughs> like, really personal yeah basically someone who starts an argument from you just making a, a discussion point of yeah. not like a, and then and then makes it personal about you I always say I find yourself a find yourself a Phil that's my boyfriend he is like I have to say incredible at we have some discussion that we are are I guess values sometimes not values but our opinions on things can clash a bit and I am a very passionate person and yes he's really great at um I don't know, he's really taught me, um, and this sort of goes on to another red flag, but he's really taught me the importance of communication, effective communication in relationships. Yes. Because we can have a discussion and disagree. We never argue. And he's very good at being very balanced and calm and would never, ever get personal with me. Like, would ne- he would never yeah. do it. Like, he, you know, he, if I get myself worked up because I'm really passionate about something, you know, he'll be like, well, you know, we're let's just have a discussion about it. Let's just talk. And it's like, yes. Wow. Like, okay, you're really pissing me off now, but you're also making me very, like, I'm more attracted to you. I, it's very yeah. conflicting. Like, cause I might not agree <laughs> with his, his opinion. So I'd be like, well, that really pisses me off when you say that. But the fact that you're wanting to communicate effectively with me is also really hot. So I'm struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling. Yeah. So, you know, like red flag, lack of communication people that aren't willing to communicate or talk through things effectively if they blow up like Amy was saying and get personal I would really really consider you to 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 think if this is a relationship you want to be in because to me somebody that gets so nasty and personal have have got like a lot of deep rooted issues that they haven't resolved so I wouldn't even say that's something that you should even consider moving forward. Yeah. I feel like you need to get out of there. Like, Well, do you know the thing? And you've literally seen this in action. I will get so frustrated to a point where I know that I'm not in like a healthy level of anger or frustration to talk to anyone. And I never <laughs> want to do anything I ever want to regret. So I'm just like, I need five minutes. And then I'll leave, calm myself down, and then I can come back. And then I can talk for as long as needed but it's the initial impact of your yeah. frustration and anger you need someone who can either just not do it that would be ideal yeah but you need someone who's gonna at the end of the day be like oh actually yeah like I do want to talk about this like I do no, rather than I know that might seem like I'm storming away but I'm not I'm just trying to get myself to a level where I can talk to you yeah no I think that's a no but I think that's that's sensible because it means that you're in charge of your emotions. You're not being reactive. You're like, fuck, I want to explode at this, but I need to, I need to communicate this effectively in order for me to do that. I need to walk away for a sec. That's okay. And I feel like as long as you communicate that, as long as you're like, don't storm out of the house or don't storm out of the restaurant, whatever. Yeah. Like don't flip them tables. (laughs) As long as you're like, do you know what? I'm, I'm really angry right now. And I want to be able to talk about this, but right now I can't. I need like ten minutes. Well, I can go for a walk. Yeah, I can a run, and then That's yeah, where my run like, thing started. Walk, run, whatever you want to do. Like just yeah, yeah. So I think that's like such a big thing. That's a good point because I didn't have that written down. Really important. Um, I think 
something this is this is probably like a, a bit of a trigger for me so that I've been avoiding this but I'm going to get it in there now because I feel like I'm in the zone controlling behavior so um there's a few triggers that are going to come up as we talk about different flags and this is one of them for me so I was with somebody um our relationship ended in November officially in November 2017 um I think it was 2017 might have been 2017 I yeah whatever but um a time was a time he was very um in fact there were so many red flags like so many that um at the start and I ignored them um I had been single for seven years by some of it most of it by choice and I thought okay I'm just gonna give another relationship a go and because I'd been single for so long I think because I'd committed to the idea of getting into a relationship, I let lots of things slide. Um, yes. So there's two flags of it within it. Fuck, he has, in fact, three flags, but we're going to talk about those. But he um, was messaging other girls at the start, um, being very secretive. Like, you know, his phone would go off in the middle of the night. His phone was always turned down. Um, so that was like a bit of a trigger for me because when Phil, Phil doesn't do it now because we've talked about it, but when Phil would come in and he just put his phone down, it sometimes it might've been turned face down and it, I was like panicking and, um, yes, but this is because of this asshole because he was literally texting like a bunch of other women, women that we worked with. They, they really, yeah. Like he, he, I met him at a, a, a previous job and he was texting all these other women and they didn't know because we had decided to keep the relationship a secret because I didn't want people at work to know. I don't normally go for, I don't normally um, date people I work with. So I was like, I, you know, to sort of get past that little bit of a hurdle, I'm going to just, I'd rather we just keep it to ourselves and, you know, keep our private life yeah. separate. So they didn't know, but then, you know, I overheard like a lot of people talking about him saying, oh yeah, have you got a message from him too? And it's like, oh, okay, it's a bit weird. Um, so we conf- I confronted him about it because we hadn't made things like official technically. He, yeah, anyway, I should have just left, but I didn't. But his, his behavior turned really controlling later on down the line. So I would say that I was going to go out with my friends and he'd like punch it or like he went in like he I this was the downfall yeah so this was the downfall of the relationship like he was never physical with me I feel if I stayed in the relationship that he would have been but he um and and this didn't this by the way didn't come out till later on in the relationship so I would have been with him for like a bit over a year year and a half something like that until this started that long yeah to come out um it came out of like nowhere almost. It was just, it was all a bit weird. And I remember saying, you know, I was leaving that job. So I went and left that job and there was like a a going away party that I was going to have with my colleagues, like a, you know, like a leaving do. And I was like, I'm going to go this leaving do with my colleagues. They want to say goodbye and blah, blah, blah. And um, he punched like the door, like where we were living and then started like, I I can't explain it, but I just sort of stood there and I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, uh, like, 
what are you doing? This is not okay behavior. You're making me feel unsafe. Um, what's going on? He's like, well, look, there's probably going to be other men there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to do Like, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. So like, I'm not, what, what is with you? Like, where has this come from? He then, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about this as well because I don't know if anybody will, who is listening to this will be able to relate to it. But if they do, then just know that you're not alone. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. But then he started, when I said I'm going out anyway, he started um, hitting himself. So he got, it's almost like his anger, rather than hit me, he went and turned it inward and, and hit himself. Um, I don't know. I don't really know the the psychology of it all. But all I can say is at the time I was really freaked out. I went out regardless um, and I was just mm-hmm. like, that was the the point where I was like, I need to get away from this person. I don't know who this, this person is. Like, yes, I don't know who this person is. Um, I've been out, you know, we've been together for like nearly a year and a half. He had a little boy who I'd had like a really strong bond with. And I think it, looking back, that was probably a lot of the reasons why I stayed as well. Cause I was kind of like, yeah. a mom, like a mom to him. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that, that I, I've never ever been so I, I can't explain it like I just felt so un, unsafe in my own home like I lived I, I live in the flat now we've got this beautiful little one-bedroom flat I couldn't get away from him um yes. and then I got home one night um he was out he, he'd got a different job and he was out and whatever and I was tidying his jeans away and this receipt fell out of his pocket and I looked mm-hmm. at the receipt and it was for a hotel for two, like um, two adults in York. And I, I wasn't one of that. I wasn't that person. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. But you know something, like I felt at that point, like I was like, okay, he's that, that night he said he was working and he wasn't working. Like he's obviously with somebody else in this hotel. And I was like, I've never been so stoked that somebody had been unfaithful to me. Like being unfaithful is not okay, <laughs> by the way. Another red no. flag. But in this situation, for me, I was like, this could be my opportunity for him to like to 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 go. So I confronted him about it. He lied, and then I just like threw his stuff out. I was like, just get the fuck out. Basically, I don't care how you do it. I'll yes, you know, get the police involved. I don't give a fuck. Like you get out. Like yeah. Out. And he left. So yeah, um, I know that got a bit got a bit deep and it got a bit heavy, but you know, there's a few red flags in there. And I, I really wanted to talk about this today because that's probably the biggest reason why I've been so, I felt so triggered doing this um, episode because of the fact that, you know, controlling behavior is not okay. And I really would plead for anyone as soon as you get a sniff of it, that the slightest hint that somebody male or female, whoever is going to be controlling that is not your problem. It's theirs. You need to leave. It is not your job to heal them or feel that you can fix them because you can't. Like I'm telling you now, you can't. So I would just encourage you to not stay in those relationships. Rob, I just sad that you went through that. Thank you for being sad. Um, but, you know, like um, what I would say – I, I don't think you should ever be grateful that you're tret that way because nobody should ever be tret that way. But he was the catalyst for me. 
I needed I needed to be with him because he was the turning point. Like he was that person that had made me realize that I'm not going to ever meet somebody that treats me like that ever again. Like yeah, I need to be wary of that. It's I don't I'm glad that I was I didn't like not feeling safe, but I needed it because I yeah. transformed what I look for and what I value yeah. in people. So yeah, like I I'm I was lucky some women um some men as well, you know, domestic violence yeah. etc and emotional abuse if it's it's prevalent with with both genders. Um, you know, some people go through that and I, I, I would just sort of encourage you to sort of like, it's really, if you, if you get an idea of it early on, it was really late on for me, but if you get that alarm bell early on, then you gotta, you gotta get out of that. It's not good. 100%. But I feel, I feel everyone needs a catalyst in one way or another. I feel like we've spoken to Marlene our friend who does the wild adventures podcast and she interviewed us and she sprinkled a little bit of oh, she, a little knowledge oh, on she me was great she is great like fucking she great. is fantastic yeah and correct me if I'm wrong but she said a phrase that people are only around for what is it people are only around for a season a reason yeah or a reason season or lifetime yeah you got yeah. it you got it so the reason is I think what you've had there so like you've had this awful experience and that that is the reason that now you have learned from that yeah and you now will never let that happen to yourself again yeah and I think and then a season is just a small period of time and then maybe you didn't learn anything or just maybe like fizzled out and then you just kind of let that pass and then a lifetime is obviously that person and that can be friends relationships it can be anything but I think everyone has that catalyst at one point or another when 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 going with someone when going with someone what kind of phrase is that when like dating or being in a relationship with someone where you have that kind of click and you're like actually I will never let this happen again yeah and I think with me it was definitely not as as like scary and as as like intimidating like you know um, intrusive yeah. yeah. So or, mine wasn't like as scary or as intimidating as what you had. Mine was um like last year, kind of ended about this time last year actually. I'm not going to say that because that's a bit too obvious. Yeah. If people are work listening, so mine was this eight months with a guy that never really told anyone about us. Ooh, red flag. Yeah, and like we both had mutual friends and no one knew about it but everyone could tell yeah yeah which was just like which was not good um because I thought it was like a fine we don't want everyone to know but then it gets to a point where it's like "Mm," like we hadn't like obviously I've never been in a relationship before so it wasn't like you and your your boyfriend where you were like right we don't want everyone to know but we've agreed that we're gonna go out like this was just like we never labeled anything and I will never let that slide again yeah. Like, because it was just this weird abyss where I was just floating in the middle of not knowing what was going on and waiting for something to happen that never did, but kind of did, but didn't really. Yeah. And like, then it just you mean, like, ended. Ending, 
I guess leading you down a bit of a garden path kind of thing like do you feel yeah. like, like empty was there even a, like I don't think it was empty promises? there's no like empty I don't think it was an empty promise no it was really strange it was it was the strangest thing I've ever been a part of and it was like we were both in a mutual understanding of like where we stood but no one really said anything but then I think yeah I do think I was led on but then at the same time I think he believed he was he wasn't like I think in his mind he didn't realize that like we were slowly at the same place and then we started to drift off yeah and then like I slept at his house and then a week later he had a girlfriend (laughs) and like it was just like whoa so I guess um I guess red flag for that one would be maybe a couple so one of them would be that like you didn't um there was no there was no labels but like you didn't want people to know for a different reason like for a different reason to what I had like it's almost like you wanted to keep you a secret which I think is a massive red flag yes one big flag and two I feel there was a bit of lack of transparency there yeah and that Um, was the thing where it was like we were doing things that couples would do but we just weren't one. And then, but like, I was so scared to broach the topic because I know he was like a deer in headlights that if I said something, he would just panic and change his mind, which I mean, he did anyway. It sounds to me like <laughs> that this person was trying to get some sort of his of his needs met without having to go that bit further, which is not okay. Either. Yeah, no, no, not at all. And that was, that was like eight months like have if a, just like, if that if you want to get like companionship needs met, get a fucking dog, or yeah, or like go hang out with your friends, or just be mates. Just like make yeah. sure you are mates, but then don't go to like mutual friends and talk because he was going to mutual friends and being like, oh yeah, like you yeah, I mean, like it. Yeah. This is great. Like, but then with me, wouldn't say it. But then his actions would show it. It was just, yeah. it was this really strange situation. I feel this just person awful. is very similar, and I know that we've talked about this, to Mr. No Show. Yeah. A lot of talk. Yes, no yeah, action. we have. Like, I feel like, yeah, they can both go date each other because they'll never turn yeah. up anyway, so it's perfect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I've had a... Th- Mine turned up physically, just not emotionally. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Mine just well, I say he dropped off the face of the earth, but as you know, it was one of the people that got back in touch with me during lockdown. Um, yeah, Mr. Did Show, Mr. Did Show, Mr. Does Want to Show Now. Um, however, because I'm a mystical unicorn, because I'm a mystical unicorn, apparently. Um, I yeah, I just need to sort of put it out there. Obviously, I'm very happy with my relationship with Phil, and but I was very strong in telling him that I was I told him how I felt actually you know I'd I'd said to him that he because I never got closure on that situation and I think I just needed closure I needed to say hey actually I really fucking liked you and you did x y and z and yeah this is how you made me feel I I really liked you um however I'm now in a relationship and it felt good like it felt really good uh I really want to do that yeah I think you'll get your chance it's one of those things isn't it like it's horrible just not getting closure on situations or just having a conversation so you can like yeah put it to bed properly 
So I was reading an article in a magazine and I do not remember when it was, where it was or whatever. However, it was talking about how actually sometimes it's harder to get over something that was never defined as a relationship than a relationship because you never got that bit where you could sit and relax and like you didn't enjoy the time where you knew where you were at. So like you build yourself up build yourself up and then you don't get anything about it do you know what Ames I reckon we could go into like a full topic about this for sure topic yes topic another one for me and this is like a biggest this is huge to me in relationships friendship platonic whatever like I cannot stand this I wouldn't be able to do it if if this if if a guy did not know how to apologize oh yes just not apologizing for small things I can handle a little bit of stubbornness but I can't handle being too stubborn that you refuse to apologize for something when you know that you're in the wrong yeah I agree I'm I'm also thing is like for me I'm okay with the fact that it might not happen instantly because I feel like some people might need like a day or so just to reflect that's cool I'm a reflector but I agree, like if somebody knows that they're in the wrong or they've really mm-hmm. upset you and they don't apologize, then. Like if I'm standing there crying and they don't even say sorry sorry for the way you're feeling. Do you know what I mean? Even if, like, I'm sorry I've made you feel that way. Yeah. I'd just be like, just anything. But when someone doesn't say I'm sorry or even worse, I'm just going to get into this right now. Yeah, do it. Go, go nuts. So imagine we've had an argument, right? Right. What are you really upset about? That I stole your cat, right? Right. Let's just pretend. Okay. <laughs> so then, just, just <laughs> the most obvious thing. <laughs> Robin does not own a cat, just, just to make that better. No, um, I, I anyways, do. so say like I stole your cat and you were really, really angry at me. And right. then you were like, you you fucking stole my cat. Yeah, you and I'd be stole like, my cat. Yeah, I stole you. And then like, we finally get over it. And then I'm like, I'm really sorry I stole your cat. But that's only because. And it's like, <laughs> apologies. Uh, backhanded apologies. Yeah. Yes. Not okay with those fuckers either. No. 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 That is like be sincere. the epitome of everything that is wrong in life. <laughs> yes. Be sincere. If you're going to apologize, be sincere in your apology. Yeah. Only apologize when you're ready. Because that, that, that to me means that other person's clearly not ready to apologize. So they've still got more anger. Take your time to be pissed off if you want. That's fine. But come back with a sincere apology. Yes. And just explain why you did it. So even if they were like A, B and C, or just, I'm sorry, I stole you that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if someone really wants to get why they did something out, it should never be a but. It should always be like, this is where I was coming from, but I'm so sorry that it upset you the way it did. Don't bring out the I imagine. Yeah. Don't bring, I I imagine, that. don't bring out the butter. Fuck your butts. Don't, don't bring out the butter. Like, don't say fuck your butts. We'll cut that out. Um, but yeah. <laughs> cut that out. Fuck the butts. Fuck the butts. Don't fuck the butts. Um, yeah, leave the butts out of it. And I'm sure I could have came up with a much better analogy than stolen a cat. You definitely But here did. we are. You, I feel like there's so many things you could have said, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, so I think I'm not good on the spot. I have this um, other one that's quite important to me. I feel another red flag should be if they try to drive a wedge between you and your friends or family or whatever. So yes. people, it, 
slightly and say slightly it kind of does overlap a bit with controlling behavior but what I would say is don't be that person that once you get a girlfriend or once you get a boyfriend don't ditch your friends that's a red flag because it's like you I if somebody's prepared to like not see their friends or family and just be completely like dependent on you like that should be a red flag for you as well like you should, you know, don't ever be that person that doesn't see your friends. And we've all got one of those in the friendship group. We do. We do. We all do. Um, don't be that person that just ditches your friends. You know, like your friends are relationships too, and they are the most re- like important yes. relationships you will have in your life. And like I'm, I say that with sincerity because you know you need your friends. Um, your friends are going to be that support network when things maybe don't go quite right. Um, yeah because then who do you talk to and it's not to say that you know all all you know you might have to sort of reevaluate your friendships and that's fine because we all go through them in life but don't be that person that just doesn't see your friends like that should be a red flag you know like if no. if somebody does like if you're dating with someone and they cancel plans with their friends all the time to just hang out with you I would probably be a bit like oh like I'd rather not want to do you want to go out with your friends like you know I would I would be like I don't want your I I would be conscious of that going into a relationship of like and my friend's the same with her boyfriend a boyfriend will be like oh do you want to come along like the lads asked if you want to come and she's just like oh, I don't she'll she'll go along to most of the things but she's just like no just go like just go enjoy your like you yeah, know good, your yeah good time with your friend yeah because I wouldn't want the friends thinking that I was doing that like I'd be petrified yeah, if absolutely that would be my thoughts yeah because end of the day you want to be friends with their mates yeah I agree and that's that happened that that's happened to me like quite a lot lately actually and it's you've I've rung you crying of tears me too yeah Yeah, like whenever it was and it's just like it's heart-wrenching because at the end of the day like it's like a breakup but with your friend because you just start to realize that you don't mean anything anymore yeah and then it's hits and it's like oh right actually okay like it's 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 a breakup it is. It sucks. Like it, it really, really sucks. So that's a good point. I'm glad you said that one. One for me, which I think is like really, really prudent. And I don't think people think about this a lot. Prudent, probably not the wrong word, but you know, we've realized I'm not good with words. It's fine. Um, <laughs> someone who thinks the the person like shits rainbows. Do you know oh, what I mean? Nothing God. they do can that be wrong. Such like, a turn off. Yeah, if like I, if I'm like, oh, I don't feel really great, like at the moment, like I don't want to eat that takeaway or whatever. And if some, if a guy's just constantly, or if I'm like, look, I want to make, I want to be better in myself. I want to improve myself. And they're just like, you're perfect the way you are. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. I love you. I think you're amazing. This, that, this. Like, yes, be supportive. But do you know what it is? If I fucked up, tell me. Yeah, tell me. I agree. What? Yeah, definitely want somebody with a backbone. It would be a yeah. red flag for sure if somebody was. I agree. Like in into to your terminology, shits rainbows. I agree. Like yeah. that would that would really put me off. I want to be called out if I'm not if I'm not doing something right or if I've been nasty to someone and not really realised. Yeah. Well, not that I'm a very nasty person to be fair, but like if I say something to someone and they pull me aside and be like, actually, do you not want to think about this side? Like the devil's advocate, I need that. 
Yeah. I need someone to level me out and like, but yeah, so it's like, it's, it's, it's people not being able to put their foot down when it's going to, when it's going to really affect that person if they, if they carry on with the decision that they've made. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So fully agree. Yeah, I want someone that's going to be able to hold you think, accountable, like yeah. hold you accountable and be like, yeah, no, I agree. And again, like, I feel like I'm like lumping a lot of praise on Phil here, but a lot of the things that like we're talking about are making me realize that I've you know, as much as a pain in my ass sometimes, it really is, um, <laughs> like a lot of the things that we're talking about, that these important things are stuff that he does. It's quite, it's quite cool because it's just, it's really making me sort of think, yeah, like it's, it's, I've definitely got a, a different person that I, that I'm used to dating. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. He holds me accountable. He'll, he calls me out on my shit. He calls what, me yeah. out on my shit. Like, but yeah. I would be skeptical if someone didn't. Yeah. Or I would, I would lose respect for someone if they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, I think that another red flag would be, and I know this kind of talks about a little bit what we discussed in turn ons and turn offs, but mm-hmm. I feel this also is definitely we can use this for a red flag would be for if you're dating someone who has completely different morals and values to yourself, it's more of a red flag to the fact that, Oh, this may be not a long-term thing because you really need to have, you know, yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to like morals, values and ethics. If people don't, don't share those, Mm-hmm. and people have their everybody has a right to their own opinion belief um viewpoints faith yeah. whatever but if they it doesn't align with yours take it as a red flag that this might not be a long-term thing yeah completely um especially with things like marriage and children and things like that as soon as I think that should be a red flag. I think as soon as that's a disagreement, I think that needs to really like stop you in your tracks and be like, do you, do you want this to happen? Cause yeah. you see it when actually it's a couple more years down the line and no one's changed and they're so in their right to do that. Absolutely. And yeah, I agree with that. And I think just to your point about you know, sort of marriage and children. Like, I think when you get to a certain, I'm not going to say age because that's stupid. When you get to a certain place or a stage in your life, um, mm-hmm. if people don't want, um, yeah, I, I f- you you know what you want. You know, if you want to get married, you know, if you want kids, you're in that place to be like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm ready to explore that. Um, I wouldn't say have that conversation on a first date, but I would argue that this needs to no, be very, very early. So I feel first dates are about getting to know each other, whatever. I don't think you should maybe talk about those things on a first date. It's actually, fuck it, it's up to you. If you, you, you can if you want to, because some people might see it as like there's no point moving forward. If somebody doesn't want kids, well, I don't need to go on a second date with you. So actually – I would maybe go back on what I've just said and I'd say do whatever makes you would do whatever you want yeah. on that. I was and and I guess the reason why is that I was dating for somebody for a few months um a couple of years back and we really really liked each other 
he wanted kids like he was a little bit older than me um but he wanted kids like really soon um and and I'm not mm-hmm. sure that I want them at all I love children but I'm not sure um and that ended I was gutted like I was really upset about it but like you know if, if somebody doesn't want kids then that's like yeah I think it just don't. gives yourself if you do it earlier on it I does. feel like there's 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 less of a chance of you you getting really like into this relationship to then kind of stop yourself and 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 kind of reflect on that and be like oh, actually that's something I really want instead of yeah not talking about it and then getting to a point however many months or whatever yeah. down the line where you're then like so attached to this person but you just want different things and then at the end of the day it's is it gonna work yeah it's it's not and I you know we did get sort of get a bit attached to each other so you know what if you want to get that shit out on the first date you know <laughs> do it it's just do whatever makes you feel do whatever feels right to you I would just yeah. encourage you to do it sooner rather than later yes but do it tactfully tactfully don't be like so oh, what are we naming the kids <laughs> I mean however yeah no. What's your favorite date for marriage? Yeah. <laughs> I like the number 23. <laughs> yeah. Good one. I don't, I think I'd, uh, God, I think I'd freak out a little bit. But yeah. So, oh, as anyone would, I would. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, a red flag and it's kind of, it's, uh, I'm just going to say it. Right. So, this red flag is basically someone that is cheated on, cheated? That was so American. Cheated. Someone cheated on their partner with you. Oh, good one. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Because, like, I mean, you have both done it. Let's be honest. Like, it's it's both parties' fault. Yeah. If someone, Un- unless unless decide. that other person did not know that they had a girlfriend or a boyfriend, which so happens. It happens. happens. Um, but like, if you're if you're aware that. Like if I was dating a guy and then I was aware he had a girlfriend and then I decided to do whatever with yeah. him, then, then I'm like, oh, well, let's get together. You can break up with her. And then seven months down the line, he's like, oh, she's quite nice. And then she goes, well, just break up with her and get together with me. Because surely, and like, I know it does sometimes happen, but surely it can't be healthy starting a relationship once you've cheated on someone because it's, it's already in that state of, well, he's, he did it with me, so will he do it with them? Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I feel I feel like, so I don't condone cheating of any sort. Um, that's, that's just me. Um, life happens, though. You meet people that you don't expect to and you have feelings that you don't expect to. Oh, I feel like you sense. need to do that respectfully, though, and don't cheat. Just, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. But I agree with you. Like, if I... Um, and so I did this, I'm, I was 17. So I was young and I did not have the, not to say mental capacity, but I, I didn't have that kind of, um, emotional intelligence as a 17 year old to think about other, you know, the other person. I was more like, Ooh, I really like this guy. And it just, you know, whatever. So I did it when I was 17 and, and your everything that you were saying was correct because I was always going to we met on that basis him and his it turns out his girlfriend was also being unfaithful so that kind of just was all very weird 
But yeah, because of how him and I met, I mm-hmm. always had it in my head that he was going to do the same, like always. So yeah. Which is only natural. Like, you know what it is? I if you are attracted to someone more than the person you're with, that that's okay. That's yeah. natural. It's human nature. It might not be the person that you're with forever. And then, so then if you're with that person and you find someone else and you think that's like, you would prefer to be in a relationship with them, sound. But I would just always, I, from my personal point of view, I would rather a man break up with me and then the next day get into a relationship with someone else as long as there's no overlap. Yeah. It's the overlap. It's the overlap. Like, that I, feels I, like I, deceit, doesn't it? Like... Yeah, and I would just respect him so much more if he was like, "Look, I just—it's just not going to work. I've—I've—I've I've, I've met someone else, but I've—I've I've, like nothing's ever happened." Or just like leave, just be a bit respectful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, red flag for sure. So I think the final red flag that we have is someone who does not let you, who is very secretive about things like their their phones or whatever secretive about yeah. little things yeah where there's no like trust between the relationship yeah because if they're secretive about those little things what else are they being like you know like not secretive about like yeah. you know like if for example I was with Phil and say mm-hmm. that he um I don't know he wanted to show me something on his phone or he wouldn't let me like look at it properly or like like yeah like I'd take like, the phone out of his hand he would just like flip it to you just in case yeah it'd be, it's a bit weird but again like with my ex we had his phone down all the time he's yeah. turned down he'd end up well freaking not that you'd know but he had all his notifications turned off like everything like it was all so fucked up Jeez. yeah well, i just kind of like yeah yeah but then to be fair on the flip side like someone who demands passwords for everything like I would never yeah. be like, give me your password. I'd just be like, it would more be a red flag for me if I was like, oh, someone's texted you. And then they're like, no. I'd be like, hold on. What do you mean? Like if you went to pick up their phone and give it to them? Yeah. So yeah. if I was like, oh, you've got text and then went to go. Or like if for some reason they had their phone unlocked or something or I don't know, whatever. Just like someone who just wouldn't tell like tell me their password. Like imagine if you're in the car and you're like, oh, do you want to change the song? And they're like, what's your password? And it's like, oh, I'm not telling you. That th- that thing. So like, I don't just secretive about things and not not showing things are like. Yeah, you you just know. You know, you can pick up on that behavior. And feeling, right. You're not dumb. Like, and don't feel that you're being crazy. Right? Again, there's that word, but don't feel like it's making you go crazy or it's you. Like if you're picking up on something, there is always a reason why you are. Um, yeah. I yeah I I definitely agree with that phone thing and and to your point before like if if somebody was like again being controlling and like they wanted my passwords that would be the end of it for me I'd be like off you yeah off you fuck yeah like no we've got nothing to hide but like I I'm not gonna pander to your insecurities like over stuff yeah like say you had a friend called Jeff and then from work and then Jeff Jeff texts you yeah and then Phil's like, oh, who are you texting? And you're like, oh, Jeff, it's just about this. And he was like, give your phone then. Like, is it really just about yeah. this? Like, that would not be okay. No, never. I mean, not that Phil would ever do that because he's He's nice. Relaxed. He's good. Yeah. He's very, very relaxed yeah. with stuff like that, So, which is nice. Like, it was nice. So, yeah. Well, I hope this has, like, really helped everyone. Uh, we've been able to, like, 
relate to a lot of these red flags, I'm going to guess that, you know, you'll have, whoever's listening, I'm pretty sure that if you can't relate to, you know, one or multiple, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to relate to one or multiple of these. Um, and I hope that you can sort of take on board some of these red flags. Don't oh, just cut all Even this out. Listen. Cut all of that out. I just don't know what to say. I've just hit a wall. I'm like, just don't so know how high. to end. Don't know how to end. Don't know how to end this. Okay. Um, okay, right. let's think. Give it a shot. Oh yeah. Um, so I'll they end. were. All right. Oh, oh Ooh, sorry. Go. No, I'll end it. I'll end it. No, no. I'll end it. Um, so they were our red flags. Hopefully, they have been of some insight to you. And I hope if you're in the situation where you're seeing these red flags in your, if you're dating or you're in a relationship, um, really take note of it because you shouldn't really be having red flags at all when you're dating. Yeah, I completely agree. You should, and you, you should be very mindful of it, but there's, there's red flags where I think some of them you can bend a little because, you know, communication, you can then talk about it. And yeah, can it, can, it, can, it, can, it can bend, it can go to a bit of a, an, like an amber flag, you know, it yeah. can go from amber, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but like for, for the majority of them, I just think we wanted to do this because A, it's a therapy session for us, but also... I just think it's something that people sometimes don't think about. And I wish that someone had been there to talk to me about it before I'd let myself get too heavily involved with someone that was giving you red always, flags. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Take our experiences and, you know, hopefully it'll, you know, provide you with some insight of, you know, what not to do. And, and just... I guess it, a lot of it comes down to, you know, we'll talk about this in future episodes, but a lot of it comes down to loving yourself. You love yourself enough to not proceed. Don't do what I did and, and stay in a relationship with thousands of red flags, like alarm bells. I mean, like war sirens. Don't stay in <laughs> one of those situations. Um, you know, practice. what I would really encourage you to do is practice like self-love and things like that. And we will talk about that in future episodes. Yes. Knowing your worth and knowing how you should be treated is beyond, like yeah. it's immeasurable. It just, it will help so much. It's and this, this goes back to surrounding yourself with a good group of friends. This is why you don't ditch your friends because you're, you need your friends when this stuff shit hits the fan. Yes. So you can talk to someone about it and you can be like, actually, this has happened. What, what, what would you do? Yeah. But I think we'll leave it there for today. So thank you for listening. So as we all know, our Instagram and our Twitter is at LAOD underscore podcast. So you can follow us and check out what me and Rob's get up to. Um, and you can um, also join our Facebook discussion group where we'll be putting, uh, we put all of our episodes in. You can have a bit of a, you can discuss amongst yourselves what you think, what do you think some of the red flags are. You can talk, go through some of the other ones that we've done and join in the discussion with other listeners too. And that's Facebook. Yeah, totally. uh, Facebook for that is Love and Other Drugs Facebook discussion group. Amazing. But I think that's it. I hope you have a lovely rest of the day and a lovely, uh, a nice little week before we uh, grace you with our presence once again. Absolutely, and we look forward to um, penetrating your eardrum next next week.
<laughs> you leaned forward as soon as you leaned forward. I, I knew it was going to happen. I knew you were going to say. Oh, actually, no. Before we go, we need to try fit this in somehow. Amy, what was the phrase that Steffi got me to say throughout the podcast? Oh my god, I have no idea. I totally. I didn't even. I was so engrossed in everything you were saying. <laughs> I have no idea. Are you ready? Probably not. <laughs> Again, discretion advised. Crusty piss flaps. So that story this morning never happened. I never encountered two people at Tesco. <laughs> I had to get it in somehow. And this was the only way that I could. I mean, I could have talked about crusty piss flaps uh, as a red flag, but um, I chose not to. And I went, I went. You deceitful lady. I feel that was. I. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is, right? I'm going to let you in on a secret here. Robin, today, we FaceTimed earlier on before before we started recording. And, and Robin actually, actually told me that. Um, that story, when she was like, E, I'm going to tell you about my day. I was like, all <laughs> oh, right, okay. And then she asked me what I had done. And then we recorded and she told the story again. So that was, that was I, so sneaky. It was sneaky. I thought if I told you about it before we recorded, you'd legitimately think this was just part of my day. So one nil to me oh you are gonna regret doing that i am gonna come back to next week. you wait you wait so basically what we'll do is i am gonna block robin uh, robin's gonna log out of the account for a day and then i will put it on our story and everyone can um send in their their, their wants and wills of what we we're gonna get me to say and then robin's gonna have to guess aren't you robin i am so that finishes off our episode for today um, thank you all for listening. And Robin and I have run out of words. So <laughs> we've hit a wall. I know Amy has. She needs to go yeah, lie down yeah. and get something to eat. And and so do I, because I'm so hungry. So yeah. We'll catch you up. But bye. bye.